0: Hello and welcome to the SmackDown preview. I'm Adam Wilborn from What Culture, joined by one of the Dudley boys, Michael Hamphlet from What Culture, to look ahead to tonight's episode of Friday Night SmackDown. But before we get into it, if you're a fan of this sort of thing, make sure you subscribe to What Culture Wrestling on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, wherever you get your podcasts from, for Daily Wrestling Podcasts, where we not only review SmackDown, but also Man and Out Rao, the show formerly known as NXT 2.0. Oh, oh. AW Dynamite, AW Rampage, pay-per-views, premium live events. We have interviews, roundtable discussions, and a round of the week complete. The big of course, on wrestle Culture. As I said, though, joined by Michael Hampton to look ahead to SmackDown tonight. And I cannot think of a more stacked show this week than Friday Night SmackDown.
1: You're doing a bit, but I am too. <laughs> this is a real monster of a WWE TV card. Um, and this show
0: would actually deliver on its promises. Well, do
1: you know what, right? I expect this to do a monster number and not because, let's be honest, of some, I don't know, incidents, accidents, hints or accusations (laughs) of things that don't even occur, right? Um, Let's talk about this for a second. This is definitely chat for um, you and Sage on the Rampage podcast. Mm -hmm. Like coming on this feed, as you listen to this, probably the Rampage one will be available. Listen to both. Uh, There will be... Like, obviously, it's celebration for AEW's best number since September. Yep. A month when technically somebody else was still working for the organisation. <laughs> uh, but, fair's fair, like, an awesome card they built on Wednesday. Off the build-up, of, off a long build-up with a bunch of views culminating, etc. And a huge main event, a massive one. Um, but next week's the number, isn't it? Because you, there is a low-lurking argument about why people tuned in. And we will get to see whether or not it was for her, who shall you not... Or shall she? <laughs> Money. <laughs> right, Money. Uh, I
0: don't
1: think she's going to be on SmackDown. So SmackDown's going to have to rely on the things <laughs> that's actually advertised. But yeah, like I'm interested in that conversation after next week's Dynamite to see if the number holds or whatever. I kind of hope it does. Like I'd like to see MJF's title reign rewarded with something a bit more uh, promising than what we've seen so far because I don't think it's particularly on him. Um, I just think people are bored of the same met- seven games. Uh, and we're not going to be getting that on SmackDown tonight. No. Let's get back to WWE. We were talking about this in the office. SmackDown and Raw's contrasts of late are mostly in the quality of the delivery of the episode after the fact. We are coming into the studio on a Tuesday or a Monday in the case of SmackDown to review these episodes. And the lack of positivity after a roar, it's mm. becoming a bit apparent again. I wouldn't say we're entering the doldrums of the worst of the Vince roars. No. But we're seeing some pretty bad ones, some pretty lousy ones. But it is even more pronounced on the previews. Like, even more announced. When, we, when you lined up this, these bullet points today, what we had was two or three things that feel big time. Uh, stuff that we don't know what's going to happen. It's going to have that feeling of surprise and drama yeah. and shock and all that. Uh, and it's not giving the whole game away. It's not paying off long-term feuds. It's just developing them in ways you're interested in. Contrast that to Raw offering you nothing. Like, And that's not, <laughs> that's not us doing a bit. That's not us taking the piss out of WWE, as I know people think we're kind of more prone to be negative towards them. It's emails that are getting fired out hours before the show with two things advertised. In some cases, not even a match. This week was Alexa Bliss Explain. talks more about yeah. what she did to Bianca Belair, Austin Theory's next move. Yes. That was it, wasn't it? No No, matches. Not even a match. And, like, they ended up with a main event that kind of kicked ass, actually. Like, they they could have advertised in advance. It needed no, well, we're going to have to do it tonight live. It could have just been booked, right? So the fact that, like, that's happening on Raw, in contrast to this, is very strange. It's Triple H in the same seat. Mm. It is really, really weird that we are in a negotiation year. Well, maybe it's not. Maybe WWE know that USA will bend over for them and they need to bend over for Fox. Maybe it's the differing like, needs of the conversations at the different tables as to why SmackDown is lovingly cradled, I held it in my arms. <laughs> Monday Night Raw being the, out of the way, you, <laughs> of, of the WWE output at the moment. But this SmackDown, a perfect, a
0: perfect example of the dichotomy between two shows at the moment. Yeah, exactly. It's certainly something I'm going to be avoiding spoilers for early on Saturday morning before I catch I'm off
1: up, on right? Monday and I'm gutting not to be able to oh. speak to you about this one.
0: It's gonna be a really intriguing show. I say not speak to you about it. I mean, we'll still be in the WhatsApps. Yeah, so I just mean yeah. on microphone. Uh Kevin Owens versus Sami Zayn. But before that, the battle of the Giants, sort of. Mm. Uh, Braun Strowman versus Intercontinental champion Gunther for the gold. Uh, I am intrigued by this because of the way that I mean everyone threw their dummies out of the pram when Gunther showed a bit of fear towards mm. Bromis, but I think that's going to factor into this.
1: Yeah, I do too. I've liked the story from the beginning, and I was th- I was there. People probably thought I was that meme of the guy with the cap with his fist up <laughs> when like that that gif got shared or that video got shared. And the video getting shared is important because we know full well we know this. A bunch of people don't watch WWE; mm. they might pass comment on it, but they do not watch it. You know, much like with AEW, the figures bear it out. Like they're <laughs> not they're not necessarily watching. It's just they're seeing clips and social media. Yeah. We're both companies want the benefit of that when things are good, so you have to take it when it's bad. But the clip isolated of Gunther running away, for me, completely set the wrong tone to people that weren't paying attention to this story. Gunther had tried to attack him in the first time they interacted, and his chops, his kill shots, failed. Hmm. So he was rattled within the context of that individual match, and then ever since has remembered and has felt a little bit like, right, what am I... I'm going to beat him, but how? How? That seems to be the mindset of Gunther. I can beat you, but how? I don't normally have to ask that question of my opponents, but now I am. You're presenting me with a challenge I haven't quite yet figured out. And I think he will tonight, but a couple of things. The tease of uh, Gunther not being able to stop him with his usual offense is kind of cool because it means if he's going to win, he's going to have to try something else. Or he's recently started using this new finisher. He is using different ways to beat people, and he might have to try... All of them in order to get drawn, and I quite like that. The other thing is what I think was quite tactically leaked rumour-mongering from somebody that Gunther Brock is on the table Mm -hmm. for WrestleMania, because that has created an anxiety that Gunther will have to lose the Intercontinental title to do that. I don't want it, by the way. No, no, no. I really want Gunther Brock for the belt. Yeah. They've done such a good job with this Intercontinental title run, and Gunther as well, that to me... You don't do that awful WWE thing of, oh, this match is too big for the belt. Stop that mindset. Yes. The belt should be the big thing, regardless of the people in the match. Kill the mindset with a match like that. Have Gunther get all the way there. But you book it now, Gunther could lose, enter the Royal Rumble, face off with Brock for the first time to tease the match. I can see why people are starting to paint that picture. Shot people so they go flying over the top rope. Yeah, there's a lot to it without the belt, but I want both. Yeah. and I want Gunther to win tonight, and I want this to be a big notch on his proverbial bedpost. It's like I've taken out, like I've taken down technical wrestlers, former champions, high flyers, monsters. Like nobody can stop this reign. I am the next big thing Ooh. in WWE. Bang, 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 bunk, bunk, Well, it comes pain. Yeah, next big thing. Very good. Very good. <laughs> Uh, shout out to our <laughs> European listeners. Um, and obviously, then you've got um, Imperium there to kind of be their warm body, for Brock to decimate Henri. He doesn't have to... Gunther doesn't have to back down from him, but they just throw their bodies in front of Brock and suffer the consequences.
0: And Giovanni Vinci versus Brock could actually be quite tasty as a TV match. I don't know why he's suddenly working TV off the back of
1: this. I mean, yeah, can you imagine uh, Brock as a surprise mystery partner for Ricochet and Braun in a six-man? Because as well...
0: Oh my God.
1: They've kind of like quite neatly... Made a tag team out of this feud as well. Mm-hmm. Like they did the whole World Cup build for a cool TV match where Braun could be folded in that way. And coming off the back of this, if and when Braun loses, and I really hope he loses, I'm going to be super invested in this because I do want Gunther yeah. to win. Like, he's not just handsome, he's also incredibly talented and has elevated belt. <laughs> I want the tag team as well. I like the Ricochet-Braun tag yeah. team. And yeah. they've done that. They've like wrapped that into this story. And
0: it's been in plain sight, but it's kind of been a hidden extra detail. So I hope coming off the back of this, that's where we are. I think Gunther retains here. I wouldn't be surprised if there's shenanigans involving Imperium to protect Braun Strowman in the loss. Uh, and if they're not going to put Gunther in the rumble to set up the Brock stuff, if they're just going to say, "I oh, will just do something in late February, early mm-hmm. March to set that up. Because all it requires really is a face-off, like you say, of Gunther maybe on the SmackDown after Elimination Chamber going, yeah. I've literally... Because the, the, the thing is, eventually when he definitively beats Braun in the way that we're booking it, I love the idea of like, oh, f- who's going to stop him? Like, that's it now. I'm just trying to think of, like, a like popular
1: European iconic sporting phrase that relates to one of Brock's old ones as a way to bring these together. Eat, sleep, jeezy peeps. <laughs> <laughs>
0: and he's on holiday. He's already, he's like, I sense a problem.
1: Yeah, he was having a lion and he just bolted up right <laughs> out of bed.
0: Um, so I think they may just say, Shenanigans here Imperium. Yeah, Braun gets involved in doing that and maybe even Gunther puts his big old legs on the ropes to help the pinfall or whatever. Yeah. Uh and he does
1: that like stacked powerbomb. If he actually gets him up yeah. for it and go, then Braun can get himself
0: up and post for it. And then they can arguably just run it back at the Rumble as a way to make sure, if you do all the mid-card stuff, Austin Theory, Bobby Lashley, Gunther and Braun Strowman aren't in the Rumble because all of them... Well certainly most of them shouldn't be in the rumble if they're not winning it considering the bloody size of him. We've said it before as
1: well undercard title matches you can have some real fun with out of the rumble. Yeah. You can make interesting things he's better than last year.
0: Christ I. Yeah. Uh but I think yeah we both agree Gunther retains tonight if if not going forward.
1: Yeah, I, I like this I now you said that about the rumble this they could it'll re, it'll reward a lot of bad faith actors if they don't give this a finish. I'd really like this to feel like you've actually had a match and a finish as well like if they run a DQ to run it back on yeah but if
0: the DQ is the referee getting his life chopped out of him
1: uh, do you say you
0: win you hit him so hard the shirt comes off him and then Giovanni Vinci is forced to cover up his glistening body and pretend to be the ref how how, how does the shirt come off him he just hits him so hard he explodes oh wait, that, he
1: doesn't like come over his head and arms just bang like tears the material like Jericho gigging his own chest but it's a shoot shot <laughs> like, like cuts the shirt and his
0: chest Jesus God! It <laughs> looks like the backer one of Hulk Hogan's terror away shirts <laughs> with, with the guy cuts in. Um, right, let's talk Kevin Owens versus Sami. No way, yeah, huge, huge. These two fought each other before. I can't, I
1: can't <laughs> struggling to struggling to remember. Uh, it's huge. I, uh, do you know, what we haven't talked about in well, it's got to be minutes now. <laughs> is uh, the huge backstage drama going on? at a corporate level within mm-hmm. WWE. Yeah. And I think the first, it speaks to the emotional investment that everybody has in this, that first, Sami Zayn has been in people's minds twice this week as it relates to everything going on behind the scenes in WWE. Because on Friday, Vincent McMahon was back in the room and everybody went, oh, that thing we love, he'll hate dead. Yeah, right. Everybody felt it. And then when the Saudi story came up, before it went away, everybody was like, oh, well, that's double down. He's double gone for obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, so it's kind of like it's it's been a tricky week, I think, for people that just want to remain invested in this. Like this is what I've said all along, right? You can think what you like about the Triple H run not being that much better than Vince. Oh, I don't think it's been loads better. I just think it's been better. But the one thing it has done that I think is undeniable, and I dare say if Sid was sat across, I think he'd agree, is that. For a change, for the longest time, and do it, you've just been allowed to like believe that a story might get seen through. Yes, you are given three or four clues. You're given a couple of matches, and it might not be to your taste. It might be a bit dry. It might be whatever, but it will actually. Pl- you can let it play out again. Mm-hmm. The simplest of things in pro wrestling is like, oh, you see that thing teasing you. You're gonna get it. It's promotion of pro it's wrestling. Not you and
0: I texting each other, going, the Bailey and Sasha thing still at me, you know?
1: Yeah. Oh, another week we've escaped. Like we've done another Krypton Factor assault course just to get to one more week. It's just like that. The the fact that that could go is very disheartening. I think more than the actual individual wrestlers yeah. themselves. So let's just pretend it's not gonna, and let's just like, try, <laughs> well, let's just like try and assume that like everything is going to be followed through. Like what, what next? Where like what happens here? They've what I like is that Owens and Zayn haven't shied away from physical confrontation. Now they kind of got to that in War Games. They held it off to War Games. Yeah. Now they have fought. Kevin Owens. As much as he wishes it wasn't the case, knows where he stands with Sami Zayn, and that is on the opposite side of the ring. So they're going to do their fists and fire match, yeah. I would imagine. Da, 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 da. They know each other so well. I think it's going to be a big part of the detail. Finish so, your stealing? Finish your stealing. Uh, loads and loads of counter stuff. Um Sami Zayn. I think there's going to be one point. You know how... uh So... When, I'm going probably way too far back for some of our younger listeners, but um, when Randy Savage and Hulk Hogan split up mm-hmm. and Elizabeth was in the middle and Savage had gone heel, it was the nastiest thing to put Elizabeth in front of himself to protect him from Hulk Hogan. Because of course Hogan's not going to swing for Elizabeth, but like Savage, man, it was like, she was your wife. Like, mm. The fact that you would now use and abuse her for this situation is so cruel. Sammy doing that with Solo Sokoa was so funny. Like, putting himself, like, putting Solo Soko in front of it and Kevin Owens being like, well, I'll fight everyone and, like, dare it to go for him. And Sammy just scarpering around. Because what that does is, of course, Owens' whole deal is that, like, you don't need these. Mm-hmm. Like, you, I know you better than anyone and you don't need these. And then Sammy, for a brief second, like, literally disagreeing. Yeah, I do. I've got a big Samoan <laughs> wall in front of me and it's him. And then he, like, scarpers around. I think they can have, have some fun with that. Sammy working... Like, I want this to go on later in the show, because I want to see vignettes where, if Roman's not there this week, which, you know, he was unadvertised last week, so he Mm. could be there, but if he's not there, Sammy, like, working with his mobile again, and wanting Roman to be watching, or, like, speaking to Heyman on
0: the phone. I love the way Heyman's kind of becoming a bit of a fan of Sammy's now, he's got a nickname for him. Like, the idea that, like, Sammy's, Roman's definitely watching, right? And, like, you maybe hear Heyman's voice saying, like,
1: yes, Sammy, we've got the popcorn. Or something along those yeah. lines. So the idea that Sammy isn't working really to fight Owens, he's just working to impress Roman. So, like, the idea that he's looking to, like, not necessarily the heavens but to this idea, yes. like the screen maybe, the idea that, like, like, see that one, my dog? Like, what if he punches the floor at one point? This is that what Sam, I'm about like to say. To you, think
0: that, uh, you say that, I've got you finish Go ready on. and waiting for you. So the whole thing last week was Roman saying, you're not the tribal chief, stop trying to be me, stop yeah. trying to take my position. And Sammy's like, I'm not doing that. But he's not going to learn, and he's going to think he's doing something in honor of the tribal mm-hmm. chief that's going to cost him the match, that the tribal chief will go, why are you trying to be me? What are you doing? So it. he's going to go, ooh Superman punch, miss, turn around, stunner, one, two, three. I've got the spot that
1: sets that up. Go on. So Sammy thinks he's got Owens ready, and he obviously whips him into the corner, and Owens is, like, in the corner, and Sammy's in the other corner. So we're all going, "Leave a kick, here it comes, leave a kick. But then Owens just, like, falls forward onto the mat, and Sammy's like, ah, what can I, like, I was going to do me a louver kick, and what can I do? And he sees, like, Kevin Owens on the floor stumbling back to his feet, and that's when he does the, ooh, ah, <laughs> He's a, like, well, I can't do my thing now, but I know who I can borrow from. And that's what sets yes. up that nice little reversal sequence. And, like, the nice detail of there of Sammy losing because he tried to be Roman, and Owens showing that he's got Roman's big hits down mm-hmm. and counterable is nice rumble build, too. It's like... You were Roman, and I beat you. Ergo, I can beat Roman. Yes, I know. I know his biggest weapons. Yeah, exactly. Owens
0: obviously has to win this match, yeah. and the story is far better furthered by Sammy losing this match, despite them saying this is your chance to prove yourself for obvious yeah. reasons. And then next because week's go well, home, isn't the, it? The
1: Haluva kick is like Sammy's questioning whether he really wants to do it, mm-hmm. and it's in that time that Owens slips out the
0: corner. Uh, next week's go home for Royal Rumble. Isn't it it's two weeks away?
1: Uh yes, yeah, so next week's can't
0: no two weeks is the go home two weeks sorry yeah. yes so next week's is the go home show for the Raw is triple X. that's it that's what I'm thinking of uh, and then in the next couple of weeks um, the Usos or the Usos and Solo's go uh, mm-hmm. um, help Sami Zayn triple power bomb Kevin Owens through a table oh yes like kind of force him into it I love <laughs> that I love that, that a shield <laughs> a shield bomb
1: by Sami Zayn love it. Well, ooh, one additional detail here. Go on. They are not friends on Raw. This much is very clear. But if you've got, say, even if Roman isn't there, um, if you've got, like, Sammy, Solo, and Jimmy and Jay, and potentially Roman and Paul Heyman there, like, Owens is in a lot of bother. But, like, hypothetically, even if just for one or two nights, could he be in the... Judgment Day, because that's going to start getting built to on the side yeah. as well, isn't it?
0: Yeah. God, I love that main event. And you can move Monday.
1: them between Raw and SmackDown because what does red and blue make mixed together? Oh, no. yeah, nice. LTST
0: plus Kevin Owens wearing a flannel <laughs> and glasses, and that's yes. something I want to see. But
1: like the Judgment Day is like. Uneasy allies suddenly of Kevin Owens <laughs> because they're running off the Usos, something like that. Like,
0: How are we friends?
1: Yeah, I right. <laughs> Solo Sokoa is like, yeah. Well, who's going to stand me down. Rhea Ripley, how's it
0: going? Oh. oh my god!
1: Oh, is that one big dick? Yeah,
0: done it. Yeah. <laughs> Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices Right, one, two, three, four. She's
1: just left the Marine Corps. <laughs> it's the Honestly, man, we salute so hard on those things like that. The Great American Players Bench. Battle of the Bills. It's almost like, like we've gigged our foreheads. We look like Ric Flair after WrestleMania 8 against Randy Savage because the fingernails go
0: so hard against the forehead. uh I think, yeah, I think she's returning yep. to the ring tonight. Um, obviously, they've done the Marine Corps stuff recently repackaged Lacey Evans about four times. It's Lacey life.
1: Evans. What can possibly go wrong?
0: <laughs> but they've given her the uh, camel clutch, haven't they? Yeah. Cobra clutch. Cobra clutch, sorry. That's what I'm, I knew. So I like that. Just give her a job. like simple stuff tonight. Yeah. You know, a la, well, most of the stuff we used to watch on Rampage. Just some pathetic weed of a local indie female wrestler. And she just really takes him to school.
1: I think so. Super conflicted on Lacey Evans, me. Because I don't think anybody really deserved the treatment she got last year. Nope. But uh, she ain't covered herself in much glory lately. I know yeah. she covers herself in, oh, glory! <laughs> uh, but she's not covered herself in glory in a lot of other aspects. However, uh, I we used to say this a lot. Retribution was the big reminder of this. It's really fun to dunk on stupid gimmicks and bad creative and all the rest of it. And we rarely, on these podcasts, I like to think, I think we're fair to the wrestlers. Yes. Especially within WWE. Like, it's not a very, it's becoming more so under Triple H, but it's not a super collaborative environment under Vince McMahon. So you're not, like, expecting really the wrestlers to speak up that much. So they can't fight for the characters until they're very established, etc. Lacey Evans was obviously one of those fallen victims to some absolutely terrible creative. Um, but then, obviously, online, you kind of, you don't have a lot of sympathy for her. So really, this does feel like, I'll get off the pot mm-hmm. for everybody involved. Like, this run has to work. If they if this doesn't work, you can look back on some terrible creative and be like, well, she didn't have a chance there, she didn't have a chance there, she didn't have a chance there. But WWE and Lacey Evans can probably shake hands on this if it doesn't work. Like, yeah. she's got a reasonably well-established character through vignettes. She's got a very established finisher, as you say, the prospect of running through a couple of jobbers and making herself a like dark horse for the Royal Rumble. Like, this is the time of year to get two or three wins and be like, well, ah, I can I can win this and get a a decent number, maybe a couple of eliminations herself, and then you're on the... She's not going to win. But, like, on the road... Set something
0: up. She goes to put someone in the clutch. They yeah. reverse and chuck her over the top rope. Simply. Like,
1: WrestleMania's two nights. I don't know if Lacey Evans is a hot enough character to command a singles match particularly, but uh, there's no reason why that tag division... Couldn't do with like Lacey Evans plus a person in a team that come together and are credible for the tag belts. She could have a. I, I'm assuming she's going to return as a heel. Actually, I've no but idea. Yeah. yeah, we'll see how that plays out tonight. But she's the type of character that could get quite a lot of support behind a baby face if they do make her a heel. We'll yeah. see. We'll see. Like there's there's no longer precedent for the American flag being the baby face. The generic baby face thing they've done both. Like mm. Kurt Angle changed the game on that one. So we'll see. Uh, but I think you have to go in. I think you have to go in fairly with Lacey Evans and say uh, the things you don't like can be counteracted with the
0: terrible things they've done. But this is the last go. Yes, this is the last kind of chance of this. Yeah, I agree. Um, and you could either yeah have a win. The, do they still are they still planning on doing the battle royal at WrestleMania? She could Win that?
1: Yeah, they, establish uh,
0: yourself as the immediate post WrestleMania opponent for the. We didn't get that last year, did we? The uh, SmackDown Women's I mean. Champion. But yeah, I think that like, you shouldn't. Muck a character up. This, like, she should still be this character. Yeah. Post-WrestleMania. This is the, you know, if you're going to come in and debut two weeks into, not debut, but return, debut this character, return two weeks into January, you should be able to make it till April. It's got to be better
1: than, one, two, three, four, all your clothes on Ric Flair's floor, that they last tried with her. And uh, look, who's women's champion right now.
0: Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. that. They're finally going to get to it. (laughs) They've been waiting for ages for this. Oh, yeah. Yeah that, I've just, the less said about that whole, you know, legitimate harrowing story that they then inexplicably went, but what if that was a heel? Yeah. Let's try that. Stupid. That's not Lacey Evans' fault, obviously. No. Um, but yeah, just... She's been a fairly you know thing div- to do with her. What's the that? Bianca Belair assault course. Yes. Yes, of course.
1: When that's never bad. We're one of the few podcasts that fly the flags for more assault courses on yeah, wrestling yeah. shows. Yes. Like, it's not... Ne- this is the thing. It's never... Um, up till now, at least, Lacey Evans has been a fairly devoted instruction follower. It's just not her fault. Most of the instructions
0: have been bad. Mm. So we'll see how this one goes. Uh, uh, we've fairly divided you and I on certain aspects of uh, SmackDown. Uh-huh. I'm still here for whatever this is with Bray Wyatt right now. And uh, uh-huh. Mountain Dew, Pitch Black Match. I'm not going to really talk about more about that because I'm just hoping for... More L.A. Night, yeah. yeah. And maybe even the return of the Dummy button from TNA, as we are <laughs> D- talking about it. Dummy,
1: yeah. yeah. Dummy, yeah. yeah. Uncle Howdy, Dummy, yeah. Shout out to uh, MJF. I'm pretty sure put in a little tacit. Shout out to L.A. Night, as he was cutting a promo on that night in L.A., when he was, like, really impressed with his own patter,
0: and he went, uh-huh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, couple of them halfway through.
1: Salt of the earth knows it, what's up?
0: But I think a character that you and I may have disagreed on previously, but I think you're coming around to somewhat, mm-hmm. is one Carrion Cross. Yeah. He had a mixed tag match with Scarlett last week against uh, Emma and the guy she's been crashing on a little bit. not uh, Madcap, who got choked out for the third time. Yeah. But then they did a very explicit, who's Rey Mysterio's mask? And if you're not getting that through your head, he's literally a card with Rey Mysterio's face on. Yeah. Is it time for Ray Mysterio to start responding to this rather than just sort of sitting in the trainer's room like a bit of a beard? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. And to bring this back to, let's be honest, a joke pitch earlier in this podcast, they have the opportunity here to have this Uso's Judgment Day thing perhaps overlap with when Ray thinks he's safe mm-hmm. to wrestle on SmackDown. They now, I think Ray should respond. I think he's obviously been injured and times have been hard in the Mysterio family household, but he, like, Technically speaking, he kind of got the W of uh, Dominic and Mammy at Christmas. Mm-hmm. So he's got to feel a little bit more like this. Like, new year, new me, Rey Mysterio. <laughs> it's got to feel like, right, I've finally got things that I've like... I'll get my son back down the line. But mm-hmm. right now, I I, like, I want him to have learned lessons from this experience that I put him through at Christmas. So I can move on with my life. And Karen Cross, you were trying to victimise me when I was at a low. But I'm not alone now. I'm back. Yeah. I'm Rey Mysterio. Everything's great again. So, like, we build to the match. We built maybe a couple of weeks on SmackDown. But the week that Rey Mysterio is set to fight Karrion Cross and everything's fine with me again, backstage. Oh Christ, it's Dominic. And then his head's gone. Head's gone. And then Karrion Cross beats him yeah. because Rey's seen Dominic in the building or like he's been made aware of the, the judgment day here or something like that. Maybe they even just come and stand and watch at ringside and Ray wasn't ready for it thinking everything was was gravy. And that's how Karion Cross. Gets to take advantage. I think you can start maybe like look at the calendar and say, two weeks time on SmackDown. Ray comes out and he says, I saw what you did last week. I saw the mask. I saw the card. I'm not stupid. I'm going to be, my doctor's told me I'm going to be good to go in two weeks. So let's fin- go. Mm. And that's what we do.
0: I love it. I think it's a really intriguing, interwining storyline with Ray Mysterio. Because, like you say, you're doing something, or I would, doing something with Ray and his son in the Rumble. Yeah. Like you say, potentially the first time he puts his hands on him. It's never not been the background story the whole time, and it's never. It's it should be not even penciled, penned in. Oh yeah, for WrestleMania night two, yeah headline. I mean, uh, like it's funny that it? like we all know, like, like they always go a bit all out, you know. Yeah. For uh, you, yeah, I'm thinking of Bianca Belair and Becky, and you know, big entrances from last year's Mania. Imagine, I don't know what he'd be. Feel free to let us know your suggestions on Twitter at WhatCultureWWE. A prison themed entrance. <laughs> yes! Imagine, right? I, no, I was saying the like Hannibal Lecter thing on like the little carry with thing. the mask. Or, remember this Cena one where there's hundreds of Cenas <laughs> down the ramp? Hus- hundreds of prison dom.
1: <laughs> just like all masked up. Yeah. And like they're all like trying to shiv him, but he dodges it each time. Ooh, oh! He shimmies in between each one. <laughs>
0: <laughs> and Maria Ripley <laughs> knocks each one of them
1: out. I've been watching them. Um, I mean, they're awesome. You've been watching them, uh, Steve Austin workout videos. Oh. You know, yeah, oh my <laughs> one God. for the button. Um, you imagine him like getting on the phone, like to Paul or Vince, the old man, as he calls him. I was like, I got it. WrestleMania, I'm ready. And that Triple H show was like, Class, like we're, we're amazing, brilliant. Like what, what are you got in mind? I like what you're doing on TV there, but I'm thinking Triple Threat. <laughs> Ray, dumb, and old Stone Cold. Because he's Austin. He knows where the money is. He's yep. like, he doesn't make bad decisions in this sort of thing. <laughs>
0: and I am willing to put a fair amount of money on the table that Dominic Mysterio selling a stunner is oh absolute, absolute money. Money. <laughs> money. I may be on, a, be on a bit of an island of relevancy. Yeah. Austin Theory's sell of the stunner is one of the best I've ever seen. Austin
1: and Austin. Austin and Austin. Remember how high he went. Can you hit that thing again, please?
0: Money. Money. What? Money. <laughs> I'm really excited to see what they do next with Carrion Cross. And there's a sentence I do not think I'd say in 2023. Same. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, finally, uh, we mentioned it Royal Rumble is two and a bit weeks away. Mm-hmm. And we know Kofi's there. Yeah. I'm not, is Santos officially in it? Let's, let's check, actually. Well, I don't know why I'm talking about it like this.
1: I've seen different... Um, the Wikipedia page might be want to check because yeah. they sometimes stay on top of that. I've seen a couple of different websites that have used uh, comments in commentary that have implied that various people are confirmed, but I'm sure it's Kofi, Liv Morgan, mm-hmm. Cody Rhodes.
0: Cody Rhodes not confirmed according to Wikipedia. Okay, really. right, right, yeah. So uh, According to Wikipedia... Again, Johnny
1: Gargano and Candice LeRae?
0: Candice the Raising. Okay. As is Rhea and Liv. Only three women. Okay. Uh, According to this, six men for the Royal Rumble, which kind of balls us up, our thing talking about mid-card titles earlier, because Austin Theory, Seth Freakin' Rollins and Bobby Lashley are in it, according to this.
1: Oh, yeah. Hmm. That was like, I guess that was implied to their little um, back and forth on Raw. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. I'll chuck you over the top rope. And that's yes. weird because theory's like, I'm going to win the world championship. I am like, you had a route to that, Austin. <laughs> yeah. And you used it with yeah, the US title, okay, yeah. you prick. And they're never going to escape that pothole. No. Uh, in terms of SmackDown, Ricochet, obviously, mm-hmm. winning me a coffee yep. last Friday. I won't be that Defeating Top Dollar. <laughs> I will never back Top Dollar again. Nope. <laughs> Uh, Kofi, obviously, and yes, Santos Escobar, mm. who I'm very certain just went. Well, I, I think if I beat someone, who's already declared for it. Yeah. And a Royal Rumble themed match, then then I'm in. So I thought, oh no, wait a second. Time to play, it's time to play the game. Time to play time to the game. Play game.
1: <laughs> I mean, you've got a nice house, living it.
0: So I have the SmackDown roster page open in front of me. Give, tell me when to stop. Give me a number between one and four. And that is the person okay. who tonight on SmackDown qualifies for the Royal Rumble match. Really getting this, eh?
1: Stop two. Oh, my God. It's Von Wagner. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to throw you over the rope top. Uh, uh, um, Stop.
0: Two Wow I'm really? going to go with the Because I'm sort of In between two okay. It was almost Very nearly Yeah And I love her I don't think it's quite Justified being in the Royal Rumble For one Maxine Dupree, Dupree.
1: Oui, oui
0: Um, You have I must have stayed. been pretty close to Marseille and Mansoir then or Was it Very close but you have stepped over the crocodile mouths. If yeah. people want to go and look at wwe.com forward slash superstar smackdown page and look at who else could have been selected. We don't gimmick these. Here. It's very important that we don't gimmick these. I will say if you'd picked four, mm. I would have kissed you on the mouth. Because oh. we do know how often we speak things into existence. Because number four is Pat McAfee. Oh make yeah But number two is equally sen bloody sensational. Okay, okay. Especially considering the week that we've had. Bear that in mind. So Pat McAfee was at the end of this row, yeah? Was uh-huh. Number four on the row, where I've gone for number two. In fact, I'm going to open up the alumni page and we're going to book a match for them to defeat oh. this alumni star for this person to qualify. Bollocks, what have I done here? Oh, there we go.
1: <laughs> Maxine Dupree was on the prior line. Uh-huh, uh-huh,
0: uh-huh. M-N-O-P.
1: It's presumably somebody beginning with N-O-O. From the SmackDown roster.
0: Mm-hmm. Whilst you're thinking about that. Ah! Whilst you're thinking about who that is. I'm scrolling through the alumni page. So, this person will defeat this legend to take a spot in the Rumble tonight on SmackDown, as if this show needed anymore. Tell me a bit, tell me when, stop picking me number between one and four. Stop.
1: Right. I'm going to just take one punt and then I'm more excited about the result. Here. It's not Naomi, is it? Well, let's find out.
0: Pick a number between one and four. Two. Right. Defeat. <laughs> amazing. If we book this, uh-huh. then whatever you do on Monday, cancel it and come in. Yeah. Because <laughs> defeating Eva Marie yeah. to take the spot in the Royal Rumble <laughs> okay. match in two weeks on Saturday is... <laughs> I'm a may- yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. It <laughs> is Naomi! Yes! I
0: love that! Beating Eva Marie no less. Yeah? Excellent. Someone who you have, in fact, booked to appear in the Royal Rumble in your list at whatculture.com forward slash WWE, predicting yep. the 30 women entrants.
1: Uh, article available now on the website. Video available now on our YouTube channel. <laughs> yeah. Booked in order. want a less professional version of that list. I, I mean, it's sort of broadly similar to what we just did there. I won't spoil where Naomi is in the Rumble, mm. or indeed how she fares. But, yes, I did have a returning. See, what I thought was, I thought, like, ah, well, uh, you know, you can have Naomi returning to... One of the big mainstream wrestling companies. At the same time, mercedes Monet appears in the other. And she did. New Japan Pro Wrestling. So...
0: Can we bring back... We'll wrap up now. But can we... Being dickheads to AEW. I don't think think it ever went away. (laughs) Can we bring back um, the Royal Rumble Tumblr? The Royal Tumble? I saw the Flair Guerrero gimmick that everyone shares around this time of year. And I loved it. I'll be honest. Just
1: call me Mr. Tumble. I wish I wish I had his money Jeez. because I love that thing. Yeah, I uh, yeah, I like the idea of draws. I like go
0: Rumble qualifies. I hate it when they just go, "I'll be in it."
1: Yeah. Why wouldn't everyone say that? then? How was that then? Yeah, it, I, I don't like that. But yeah, the tum- the tumble just gives the idea. I, I was I've campaigned for this. We've talked about this of the podcasts. I'm kind of sick of. No way, that person's number 30. How are they getting 30? It's one thing when they're getting in the match, it's quite another they're getting the best spot in the yeah. match. Like, at least they used to be a little bit creative about, like, Ted DiBiase bought it one year, for yeah. example. there's like, there's just, I, I'd like it to feel a bit more real. I'm getting there, I'm getting there. I'm getting, I'm starting to get a bit of uh, rumble fever, oh, you know.
0: Doc, you gotta prescribe me something, I'm getting rumble. <laughs> I was. More of the same tonight. Well, no, I'm, I'm cured from it now, thanks. <laughs> tonight on Smackdown, let us know your thoughts, your predictions, uh, everything like that. On Twitter, at WhatCultureWWE. Watch well, actually, you can follow both of us. You can follow Michael Hamlet at... Michael Hamlet. Follow me at Adam Wilborn. Follow us all at WhatCultureWWE, as I said. Make sure you subscribe to WhatCulture Wrestling wherever you get your podcasts from. For daily wrestling podcasts, me and Sid here a little bit later on to preview this week, baby. And wrestle culture with a hashtag bloody good quiz. And it is a bloody good quiz this week coming your way later on today as well. But for now, this has been the SmackDown preview. My thanks to Michael Hambler. Thank you for joining us. And we will see you soon. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince.